Hey, what's up? It's Laura Landers, and you are listening to the Live Sick, Die Ill podcast. Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about a value versus goals-driven life. This is actually a somewhat of a viral topic happening right now, especially on TikTok, and I'm so here for it because it's super important, and I feel like this information um, isn't only being... about on TikTok and then kind of like forgotten about, people are actually writing this down like in their journals, meditating on it, trying to figure out what they are. Are they a values-driven life kind of a person or a goals-driven kind of a person? And so the introspection is awesome and I am stoked to be talking about it on this podcast because I feel like there's something else that's not really talked about with this topic. Now, granted, this is mainly stemming from one TikTok. I don't remember the girl, but she was filming herself in her car. She just got back in her car from her therapist appointment. And she was like so mind blown that she posted this revelation on her TikTok and it blew up clearly. And it was that her therapist asked her, are you a person who needs values to move forward in life or are you a goal-driven person and that is how you move forward in life or if you want to say instead of moving forward in life you could say that that's what you base success off of so are your goals what you base your success and happiness off of or are your values what you base your success and happiness off of so it is a good question to ask yourself and actually spend time like Put a timer on your phone for five minutes if that's all you have or 10 minutes and just reflect on what this could help in your future. I feel like there's 50 year olds. I mean, <laughs> you mind you, I live in Los Angeles where everyone is kind of, they're mature in some ways, but they're really immature in other ways. And a lot of ways that they're immature is in personal growth. Um, not everyone, just some people. Like you see the 60, 60-ish year olds at a bar trying to pick up the 21-year-old girl. And it wouldn't be weird if it was only one person, but it's weird when it's like tons of people. Like the scenario just happens over and over and over again. And that's just because they're probably not wanting to grow internally much. So they're trying to find someone to match their... Uh, age level internally, if you will. So that being said, this can, this is really going to age you. So get ready for some internal wrinkles happening in your brain because this is really going to help you moving forward. And I think that's why I'm really excited about this topic in general, um, because I myself had to stop and think. And I kind of realized maybe because this topic is so new um, to a lot of people, um, it's, actually not talked about in depth. Um, Not yet, at least not what I've seen. So I'm really excited about this. So the question we may have never asked ourselves is, do you base your success off of goals or values? And today we're going to be asking ourselves that question. So while you're listening to this, kind of meditate on what this could be for you. But here's a breakdown. So a goal-driven life is based off of, and there's no wrong answer here. I just want you to know that. A goals-driven life or a goals-based life is 
based off of numbers, like I want to make a certain salary by a certain year, or you um, want to have a certain job title at some point in your life or a job title by a certain point in your life, or you want to win awards or, you know, you just, that's a goals driven life. A lot of, if you're into Enneagram stuff, I know that there's some people that used to be into Enneagrams and they don't really want to anymore because I think they find that they maybe, or the people around them identify too much with Enneagrams. It's almost like identifying too much with Zodiac signs or too much with, I don't even know what else there is out there. Personality tests, like you're more than what a name is. So take this with a grain of salt. I do. Um, but there are, there's an Enneagram number three where, and I, if you had to put a wing on my Enneagram four, I would probably say I'm an Enneagram four wing three and a wing three or a Enneagram three person needs, um, to have goals to feel successful. So inherently, I feel like that is something I need to deal with. But as an Enneagram 4, I am such a feelings kind of person. Um, I'm not like completely polarized on the goal side. So that's what the goal-driven person is like. They have those goals in mind. It's pretty cut and dry. But what about the other side of it? The value-driven life, that one is based off of being joyful in your everyday life. Do I feel good living my life every single day? Like I'm not dying at a telemarketer job that I hate. Like some people have the endurance to work a job that they don't love in order to supply for their family. Um, because their either goal is to have a certain amount of money so they don't really care where they work or their value is that their family is super happy, right? So ha um, another part of having a value-driven life is having a healthy mindset in general or just being a really good person, right? Like you, if like I could be like, I am super successful to myself if I have a pure heart, I am joyful in my everyday life, and I view humanity or people in a positive light and not hate people. You know how there's people just are like, ugh, I hate people. People are the worst. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people that are the worst and you can hate people on certain days. That's so normal. Um, but if you're like a pessimist and you view people in a negative light and that bothers you, which I've been there, right? You're just like, gosh, I'm, I'm thinking so negative about so many things. I don't enjoy my life. Why is my mind plagued like this? You might be a values driven person. So those are just some examples of both a goal-driven person and a value-driven person. So what I haven't heard people discuss around this topic, probably because it's so new, is how do you be a little bit of both? What if you are a little bit of both? Do you want to be a little bit of both? Um, 
in general, I feel like, I don't know if this is just America or the world or society in general, but I feel like we're always told to be this or be that. Do you like this or do you like that? Are you Democrat or are you Republican? Uh, you know, are you black or are you white? Like there's just so many um, and ends of the spectrum that I feel society is always asking us. And I personally, maybe you'll resonate with this. I personally am never, almost never on one end or the other of a spectrum. So I've always been a really balanced person and I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back here. I, um, and I think I get this from my mom. We are, I am just a very well-balanced, objective kind of a person. I can't not see things from an objective bird's eye point of view. Um, Even if I'm super emotional about it, the logic always will trump the feelings. And um, if you are this way, then this might really help you. Or if you know someone who is, and it's not being a people pleaser, it's just not being polarized. There's a difference between having opinions, strong opinions, and not being a polarized person. So like if you were to ask me, are you Democrat Democrat or Republican? I would say neither. I mean, yes, I'm registered as a Democrat, um, but I am not fully Democrat. I am not fully Republican because I see both sides and I agree with certain things on both sides. And I agree, you know, I don't, there's just like, that's just one example. So this is kind of the same thing with this goals versus value driven life is maybe you're a little bit of both. So we're going to dive into that a little bit more because I feel like if you are just a goals driven person, or if you are just a values driven person, that's awesome. You could probably stop this podcast right now and go evaluate your life Um, with that in mind of your side of the spectrum and you've just helped your future. Congrats. Um, But if you have a little bit more nuance to you or gray to you, which I absolutely do, um, is that, well, then we're just going to dive into it a little bit more. So how do you live a value-based life and a goals-driven life simultaneously? Um, I actually like to answer this question by talking about a multi-passionate or a multi-talented kind of a person. So um, if you don't know if you're a multi-passionate or multi-talented-ish person, um, I almost, I'm going to take out the word multi-talented because I don't want that to scare anybody. Um, If you're a multi, wow, multi-passionate person, you're probably juggling a lot of passions. You um, get bored really easily with one thing. Not that you're ADHD. You don't have to be ADHD to get bored with like one thing. Um, If you're not sure you're a multi-passionate person, ask yourself if you enjoy your job that you're doing right now. Are you living out your dream and like actually doing? I mean, the thing is, is like, I feel like we're always working towards our dreams. (laughs) The day that I reach my dream, I'll let you know. 
And I, if you have reached your dream, let me know for the sake of a testimony, because sometimes people get really weary when they're building their life to reach their goals and their dreams. Um, but if you're someone who enjoys your nine to five job, um, and you don't really need more in life, you get your satisfaction on the nights or during the weekends, like you get to enjoy your hobbies and that's about it. You might not be a multi-passionate person. And that is, there's a blessings on both sides. Like, bruh, I can't tell you how many times I wish I wasn't a multi-passionate person, but I am also really thankful for the way God made me. Don't get me wrong, but it's really hard to be a multi-passionate person. Um, I have good friends who are married and one isn't and one is, and it's just fascinating to see it from the outside because I'm dealing with it on the inside with myself. So if you're super happy doing one thing, like you love your one job or you're good with one hobby, um, then you might not be a multi-passionate person and that's awesome. (laughs) But if you're someone who gets bored with your life pretty easy. Um, The age old question I always got asked as soon as I was graduating college or high school, but mainly college. I hated this question so much. Like I still hate it to this day. I will never ask people this question. I just feel like the people that ask this question don't either aren't multi-passionate so they don't understand or they've just never tried to understand another kind of person. Um, And the age old question is, What's your dream job when you get out of college? What's the dream goal? What's the the main thing you want to do? I would cringe every single time because if I had to do one dream job for the rest of my life, I'd rather be dead. And I mean that. I am not designed to do one thing for the rest of my life. I had actually, even though it was a dream of mine, and I got the biggest answer to that dream, I would so not enjoy my life fully because I knew that there was 15 other things that I so desperately wanted to do like on the large scale that <laughs> I, it just like, I would hate it. So if you were if you were the person who was asked what's your dream job and you couldn't answer it without hating the question and not knowing you might be a multi-passionate person therefore you might have an equal balance of a goal-driven life and a value-driven life and uh we're going to talk about that in a little just to dive into that a little bit more because I feel like those are the people that need the help, (laughs) including myself. So welcome to being a very balanced person, which is super cool, actually. Um, The world needs more people like that. So here's how to live this way, split between goals versus values, and stay in check with what makes you feel successful and happy. Are we ready? Okay, cool. So here's practical ways to do this. This is what I've done. And I'm really happy to say it works, at least for me. (laughs) Maybe I'm just a weirdo and it only works for me. So, but I think it'll help you. For the goal side of my desires, for the goal-driven part of myself, 
every day. Or what you can do is write it on a sticky note. And then I use a physical agenda or planner. If you are not this kind of person, I'm only going to use this as a um, visual visualization. Um, you can figure out a way that works for you. But this is what works for me. And I feel like if you do this, it'll be really helpful. So every day I have a list and I use it on a sticky note or because I just like writing, like I just like handwriting in my planner. It's just so good. I'll write it like every, because I, on my planner, I can only see two days on one sheet, like a Monday and a Tuesday. So I'll write it like on the Monday. I can still see it when I'm on the Tuesday and then I'll rewrite it when I flip the page over and do Wednesday. Anyway, so every day in your agenda or planner, write a list that keeps you in check with your goal desires. Okay. This is just for the goals. We'll get to the values in a minute. So for example, I have written down that I want to have, and this is, and there's another section to this. And I just kind of want a dog ear on this. If you feel stress when you give yourself certain goals, like there's some healthy goals and then there's some unhealthy goals. This also kind of goes into manifestation a little bit. I still don't really know how I feel about manifestation. I'm kind of trying it, but I don't believe that all the power and change in my life comes from manifestation. I absolutely don't believe that. Um, but I do feel it is a good thing to manifest. So there you have it. Maybe that's the, there's a example of the balance in my life. I see it from an objective point of view. I feel like it could be really helpful, but also not good to do fully 100%. Um, so I have written down that I want to have X amount of money saved by the time we have kids. So that goal doesn't stress me out. Um, however, a goal that would stress me out is I want to make X amount of money by X amount of time. That is not a healthy goal for me. Um, that puts too much stress on myself. I am a slow paced mover and I need to be gracious with myself and gentle with myself. And that would not be helpful for who I am as a person. Some people thrive off of that kind of stuff. So if you do, by all means, go for it. Um, so I have that I want to have X amount of money saved by the time we have kids, which is in a few years, two years, three years, two and a half years, whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. We're X amount in debt. So that's a big goal because we not only want to pay off another one that I have written down, another goal that I have underneath that written down is that I want to be in no credit card debt. So I'm like, okay, cool. So the credit card debt that we have, I want to pay off and then I want to save a certain amount of time by the time we have kids. So just having that in mind and seeing that in my planner helps me not want to spend money on a new shirt that I just saw on Instagram that everyone has and I would love to have as well. And I found a cheap version of it, so it's okay, right? But does that actually bring me joy versus the joy I would have if I saved the money? So now that I have it written down, it is so much better to have a visual reminder of, hey, oh yeah, you don't really want to buy that shirt even though you love that freaking shirt and fashion is your thing, girl. But you know what else is my thing? Saving money for my future. <laughs> 
that's super important saving money like a lot of money like damn so um another the third thing i have written down besides having an x amount of money saved by the time we have kids and being in zero credit card debt the third thing is um to have careers that bring both jordan and i now it's kind of hard to put goals for someone else but nonetheless um to have careers that bring us closer to our dreams so are we doing are we working a job that is actually helping us get closer to that um or if you're not in that place maybe just like are you working a job that is remotely possibly going to help you learn things for your future career i feel like you can always learn anything in a job that will help you in life but some more than others and if you can switch to another job that will help that and you're not going to like lose out on having a job go for it so those are my personal practical goal driven tips for you if you needed to have that which i i'm a template kind of a person so if someone gives me their template then i'm like or topic ideas i'm like oh sweet i can go off of that and tailor it to myself so there you go so now let's dive into the other side of it, which is the value side of it. So the value side of my desires, I have written down in a different place. So I actually have a prayer journal and um, I don't write in it often. I will just like straight up be honest about that. Um, I know people that journal every single day. And if you do write this in your in your um, journal or prayer journal or whatever diary, um, and then you're going to be looking at your values every single day, which is like slick Rick. But if you are um, someone who doesn't journal as much anymore, I just don't. Um, but I do have a journal that I um, use for like my prayer time. And I don't always use it when I pray. In fact, kind of rarely. But I always have it sitting on my desk. Um, number one, because it looks really pretty and it's behind me right now and I keep looking at it. But also, it's just nice to like have a place you know that um, you can check in with your values or check in with your prayers or check in with the things that you're trying to change in your life through prayer or whatever it is. So um, I have written down in my prayer journal um, the way I want to feel, um, which brings me value which makes me feel successful in life. So some of the things I have written down, um, because I'm a feeler, I kind of said that earlier, um, I base a lot of my success off of how I'm feeling in life. So in my prayer journal, I have questions actually written down, like just good check-in questions that are in line with what I need to produce in my life to feel successful. So some of the things that are tailored to me that I've done and that I've written down. Um, I ask myself, do you enjoy your daily work life? Do you enjoy what you're building? Like my career. Do I enjoy building my career? Is it making me happy? Do you enjoy who you are becoming? This one is like a huge one to me because if I am not in a positive mindset, um, then I don't like who I'm becoming. But if I'm super positive about life 
in an ebb and flows with life, you know, and circumstances. And I think as you age, you get a little bit more positive in general about life. Um, or if you're not checking in on your heart, cause if you're not checking in on your heart, you can get really bitter. Um, which is what I was doing at the beginning of our marriage. And it was, whew, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, I am out of that happily. So, um, do you enjoy who you becoming? That's what I just said. How is the posture of your heart? So, you could view that as like, are you viewing people in a positive way? Um, or you can view that as what are the motives? What are your motives stemming from? I've kind of talked about that a little bit on past podcasts. Um, another question I have is, are you viewing people in a negative way or a positive way? That's just kind of what I just said. Um, that's a really big one to me because I find that I just feel like I have this toxic black heart when I'm viewing the world in a really negative light, don't get me wrong. The government's corrupt. There's white supremacists who I like really don't like at all. Um, you know, there's just like, there's horrible things in this world. And, um, there's a difference between knowing there's evil and thinking everything is evil or bad or negative. So anyways, and the last thing that I have for myself, and this one is really big if you are um, a Christian, seriously, is how are you viewing the church right now? I look at the camera with really large eyes. Oh, because not to get into this one too much, but we can view the church as the thing that, that the church needs to save us, not Jesus. So I know, um, people that get really mad at the church because they're not getting out of it what they think they should be getting out of it. But sometimes that's up to you and you're the one who's not putting yourself in community and you're the one who's hating on the worship and you're, you know, so how are you viewing the church right now? Um, to me, that one's really, really critical, or maybe that's you could transfer that to your job. How am I viewing the the organization that I work at right now? Or how am I viewing the organization that I am a part of that's not necessarily work or church? You know, it's just like the thing you associate yourself with that's larger than you um, or larger than your family or a close group of friends that you are all in with. How are you viewing that? That will really indicate the health of your heart, which is directly reflecting your values and that directly makes you either feel like you are a happy person and enjoying life or not. So those are the things I personally have written down in my prayer journal that I like to ask myself every time I open it or if I'm like, oh yeah, I should go look at the, by the way, I just lost the game. If you know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. I just lost the game and I have made a promise to myself that I would always say it. <laughs> out loud, even if it was to myself. So I just lost the game. I digress. Bam. So that's what I have written down. Super helpful. Um, if I ever feel like I need to go look at it, I'll go look at it. Um, just to remind myself, sometimes I don't really want to go look at those things, um, because I don't want to be reminded of my values because I am not in a good mindset and I don't want to work on myself and grow. And so I shun it away and I don't open up my journal for months, like seven months. And then I open it up again and I'm like, oh yeah, I should ask myself these questions. And I'm like, I am really not happy 
and you almost get a little down on yourself because you didn't do a good job checking in with yourself but you can't really be feeling too bad about it because it's just the way of life and you just got to be graceful with yourself so um that is what I do and I find when I do both the goals and the values I feel so good about my life actually right now I'm feeling really solid in life and that is because and maybe because I was prepping for this topic and so I was asking myself these questions and I've been like checking in with my mind and my heart and my feelings to see if I am where I want to be and building what I want to be building and am I saving money and am I making my husband happy and um, there are times where you might be more goal-based or more value-based depending on your circumstances or the job you're doing or the people you're interacting with and man the pandemic is such an interesting time because you might not be able to um, be around people as much. So then you, if you're a values-based person or more, like let's say you're 80% value and 20% uh, goals, you know, and there's there's not a even split sometimes, 50-50. Sometimes there is, sometimes it's, there's not. It might always be changing for you. If you're not around people and you're a values-based person, then you might... Um, not feel successful in life because you're not getting to serve your friends and it, it, it could be community-based too. So um, just having all of those ways of thinking in the forefront of your mind and knowing why you're unhappy or why you are happy, write that down. Like take your pen or if you are busy right now, open up your notes app pull out your journal and right now write down what it is you are really happy about in life or what you're really not happy about in life. Um, If you can, I would write down what you are happy about because it's always easy for some reason as humans, we just always put more weight in the negative than than the positive. So to remind yourself of the positive, um, it's actually harder to remember the things that make you happy when you're happy. So to remind yourself of the things that make you happy and the things that you enjoy about life right now is going to help you later down the future, like down the road is totally going to help you. So check in with yourself in both of these ways and evaluate the way you view success and happiness and joy in your life. Um, And feel free to share this with someone who you think will also benefit from just knowing this, thinking about this with with your life. Because before I knew about this, I didn't think in this way. Like I wasn't just, I didn't just pull this out of thin air. Um, And I am really glad that I, I love TikTok, man. Um, There's so much to learn on that. And the fact that this specific topic from a random therapist went viral is awesome. Like you just got free therapy right now. Like this is not that I'm a therapist, but kudos to the girl who posted the TikTok and for the therapist who talked to that girl who posted the TikTok because this is helping everybody in their life. So um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please like, 
subscribe if you're on YouTube, um, rate this on the podcast platforms if you're listening instead of watching. Follow us on the Instagram at Live Sick Die Ill Podcast. Feel free to follow me on my own personal account on Instagram at It's Laura Landers, or you can just go to my website, It's LauraLanders.com, and you'll see everything from the podcast to resources to the blog to, I mean, there's just like so much stuff on there. So thank you so much for joining me today. Please let me know are you a value driven person or a goal driven person, or are you a little bit of both? What's your ratio? What's the percentage? Are you split right now? I'd love to know. So feel free to comment on this or reach out to me on social media platforms. Let me know because I'd love to know what kind of person you are. That's so cool to me. Thanks again. I'm Laura Landers. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.